Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week or almost every week to try something that the other one loves. I'm Marcus and that's Nick. Hi guys, welcome back to Now Try This. We're so excited to be back. Uh, We are a weekly podcast. We weren't here weekly for many reasons, but one of them was just because I wanted to honor this week's episode and I was too depressed to do the podcast. So that's, that's what we're doing today because today <laughs> is powered by you, powered by the Patreon, patreon.com slash now try this cast. And that, and that are you is breaking where dabbing back? We, I am. Um, I just did a workshop that long where dabbing came back. I just did a corporate workshop and I made them dab, so it was fresh in a my head. A corporate workshop? You made them dab? Yeah, 42 people. Nick, that is... Fr- okay, power. Look, look. That is power. It's a power play. I've never been more proud of you as a minority <laughs> than making a bunch of corporate assholes dab way after dabbing's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. But patreon.com slash now try this cast <laughs> where old man Rom won the challenge because he is a five dollar tier member and he gets to Hell. submit every month with his fan yeah. challenge and then everybody who's on the patreon just on one dollar one dollar to become part of our community i there are articles that say your bottom tier should be two dollars because the same people will always give you two instead of one but i'm like no no, no they deserve to be there for a dollar they deserve it you deserve it so join the patreon and you get to vote every month the poll is currently open right now against all odds the color purple is winning for next month. Is the, I, color, the color purple that timely movie? <laughs> I am shocked it's winning. Well, that's the point. Honestly, it's why we love this podcast. Because, yes. yes, we love doing timely things like Last of Us, the Matilda musical. We just did those a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But we also love getting these random crazy things we never would have watched. Like, March comes in like a lion. Like, somebody suggested an album? Like, yes. some rock album I've never heard of? I'm I have like, it. Do you? I own the vinyl of the album. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I almost wish it would win over the color purple because it sounds like you have a take. But the only way for that to happen is for you to join the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Now Try This Cast. Join the Patreon. Join us. You get to join our Discord. You get to vote on challenges. You get to do tons of stuff. Come on over. Come on over. Come on, Come on over, baby. baby. Come on over. Come on. What a classic. What a classic song. Who sang that song? Oh, don't put me on the spot, man. Okay. I'm not, no, 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 don't, no, no. I don't. Oh, God. No. Uh, egg on my face. It, the, the, the Beach Boys. The Bee Gees. No, the, I, think, the, I think it the who? was. I think it was the band Egg on my face. They they were like responsible for all the classics that you don't remember the name of. Do you ever do you ever take an idiom or some an old saying and then like you haven't heard it for a while. So then you're like, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to I'm going to bring it back. And I've been saying egg on my face consistently for months and no one around me is doing that with me. So (laughs) if you are a true fan of the podcast, egg on your face, join the Patreon. (laughs) I don't know why, but that feels sexually charged to me. It is. That was the point. It feels like a very sexual situation to have egg on your face. It is. It is. Crack the egg open. Pour it down my gullet. Marcus. 
Okay, we're now new OnlyFans idea. Okay. <laughs> eggs on our faces. Not even cracking them, just like putting them here and be like, Ooh, <laughs> look my egg. We'll get, Guys. we'll get like a boudoir photo shoot with like just <laughs> sensual egg pics. Inflation, dude. People want them. People mm-hmm. want eggs. It's mm-hmm. just a fact of life now. Guys, join us on our Twitch where we meet every month. I don't know. Follow us on the the things, the doobly-doos. I don't freaking know. Okay? Just do those things. Because we are here not to tell you how to follow us. We are here to tell you about ourselves and about our challenges. But before we get into March comes in like a lion, which is our challenge for this mm-hmm. uh, week. Marcus, last week, we couldn't do the podcast because of... Oh, because of me. Oh, okay. I was no. trying to segue it because it no, was two no, weeks ago because of you. No, it was. I wasn't was trying to talk about me. Because of me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, last two weeks week ago we could So tell me why two weeks ago we couldn't. Hold on one second. I feel like I clicked something and now I can't see your face anymore. I can't. I see can't anything. see yours either. But fine. I will talk about last talk week. Talk about last today. week. Don't Guys, make it depressing. I. I won't. I <laughs> had to cancel the podcast because I had to go to Pennsylvania. To film another commercial. Pew, pew, pew. I can't talk about it. There you go. I don't think. I might. They didn't make me sign anything. I don't think. But just to be safe, <laughs> I won't say what it was. You never freaking know. They didn't uh, make me I sign think, anything. It's fine. I don't know. I think I signed something. I, I forget. You have to sign a lot of things. I don't think I signed an NDA. But I, regardless, I think it's a national spot. So hopefully people will see it on TV. That's the goal. And Ooh. actually, I feel like this, it might be good. A lot of the time you do these commercials and shit. You have no idea where it's going to come from, where it's going to yeah. go, how it's going to look. I felt good about this one. I got okay. to be funny. I got to kind of roll with the prince punches, improv a little bit. Mm. I wore a ridiculous mm. costume. I wore a Hawaiian pink and pink matching set. I okay. had a bathrobe and pajamas for another scene. Oh. I wore a bear Hello. onesie. Yes. A bear onesie for one of my scenes where I crawled into bed with a happy couple. That is... Little, that is spokesman Saucy. territory. That is a it's reoccurring close. character. That is, I hope, Travelocity I hope. lady, the gnome. That is, what's that insurance lady? Flo? That's Flo. That's Old Spice Guy. Yeah, it's close. It, it's, the company is not quite that big, but it's big enough where this could come back. If people mm-hmm. like, I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, mm-hmm. I hope, hope, hope. We're gonna uh, so, we'll start a fake social media campaign that's like, who's this guy? And and like we'll make it blow up. So that way okay. everyone's like really curious about the new character and they want to see very more. Memef- memefied. Yeah, yeah. Well, all we have to do, it's very easy to make things blow up, as you know from our very popular <laughs> podcast. You know, <laughs> here's all you have to do. <laughs> Woo! We we sit down and we spend like two days straight. We don't sleep. Okay. okay, and we AI generate fan art of your character, and we just Ooh. make a bunch of fake accounts, spam social media with your fan art, and be like, "I created Twitter just to share my fan art of this dude, 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 and show my love and appreciation." We do that over and over again. Create hundreds of accounts. We show some kids art. in a Halloween costume as me <sighs> Fake as this character. Halloween costumes, <laughs> meme, make memes off of it, and everything like that, so that we create an echo chamber where it seems like this is very popular, and then we trick the company into hiring you again. Perfect. Send it. Full send. Love it. That's my long term con, baby. Marcus, before we get to why you. We're gone Mm because I think that's where we're going to have the most to say because I'm so curious. Next week's challenge. I'm going to tell it to you. 
Okay. Right now. I could have given you the bear, a critically acclaimed, acclaimed Hulu show that I've been watching, that I just finished watching that I thought was fantastic. Yes. I could give you the second season of Vox Machina, which okay. I just finished that I thought was even, it was honestly way better than the first. And I, you know, I love the first season. I thought this was leagues above that. It finally got away from catering to fans. It felt like its own thing. Okay. I could give you knock at the cabin which i am dying to see it would Ooh, give me an excuse I would love to, to see that movie it would give me an excuse i, I could even give you ant-man timely i'm gonna probably see it this coming weekend mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are talking about it. it's polarizing marcus your challenge for next week is none of those things okay <laughs> interesting your challenge next week is a new netflix show called the perfect match marcus what? i've never heard you of this. know You know love is blind. Okay. You know too hot to handle. Mm -hmm. You know the plethora of dating shows that on the Netflix cinematic universe that they have come up with. Well, now they have a show for us to consume all those people at the same time because, baby, it is Netflix's Bachelor in Paradise. They have taken these people and these people and people from the mole and people from 20-somethings Texas or something, people from Sunset Boulevard, and they are on a show in on Netflix where they have to be in a couple at the end of every night or else they go home. The perfect match. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, crazy. I don't know if you're going to take anything away from it because you haven't watched any of this stuff, mm-hmm. but I watched Love is Blind and a whole bunch of them are on there. And, you know, if you want to watch a video or YouTube rundown of why some okay. of the people suck or are cool, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. I'm not even going to tell you how much to watch, Marcus. If you go in and you can only watch one episode, that's enough for me to talk about, <laughs> baby. That is more than enough. I but if you this. go in with a, like, a, with a desire, with the like, I need to know if Georgia and Dom are still together. Uh-huh. Finish the show, baby. Finish mm-hmm. the show. Okay. There's 12 episodes. It goes fast because it's shitty reality TV. You can Hell play yeah. a game while you're doing Hell it. Yeah. You watch Hell on yeah. the train. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You watch as much as you can and as much as you can. Not can. Can. Okay. Okay. I got and it. And that's what I'm next week's challenge very will excited. be. very excited. The perfect match on Netflix. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, you should be. It's mm-hmm. fucking wild. Oh, excuse my language. <laughs> it is. All right. Bleeping wild. <laughs> Marcus, where were you? Nick, I could not record because I was in India. You hear That's that? another country. You hear that, Indian fans who have been harassing us after RRR? I went to your country. I went looking for you. <laughs> Did you find any fans of the show oh, in India? Oh, man, I was harassed and mobbed nonstop. I could barely walk across the street. So someone been like, oh, my God, you're the guys that talked about RRR. I'm like, yes, that is that is me. I'm one of the people you're one of them no i went to india i went for a wedding shout out to pete and anuja a beautiful couple wonderful wedding you already got invited to the wedding you don't have to suck up anymore no i i genuinely really really like them as people and you're gonna get to meet them when we go to pex i am excited Mm -hmm. i'm legitimately excited you have talked uh very raving things about them so uh don't disappoint me pete and anuja 
<laughs> you, you, you lose Marcus as a friend. That's the way it works. Impress me. But India was beautiful. It was like really, really beautiful. The food was incredible. The 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 sights were beautiful. Yeah, was the food incredible? Like the did food, you? The food was incredible. There, I, when I first went there, I feel like I messaged you guys. I was like, okay, look, I feel like you know how people are in when they go to visit other countries where they're like, oh, you won't believe the chai tea from India is just so unique and nothing like in america tea. could ever compare to tastes like it's, non-sugary bland <laughs> chai tea i'm sure look it tastes better i'm not gonna it? Uh, it tasted better but no, like it's still chai tea it's still chai tea it's not it didn't taste that crazy different it's sure, just sure, a different sure. thing it's like mcdonald's yeah. is not real burgers but you go have mcdonald's for mcdonald's it's american chinese food is different than actual chinese food yeah. but you want sometimes you want american chinese food it's fine yeah it's how was it was thing. it was it was it good? Did you have a lot of it traditional was stuff? Great. We had everything yeah. under the sun. We had like just like, you know, regular restaurant food. We went to like a Michelin star restaurant where it felt like the menu. Like I was I gave a little plate of like three, you know, pieces of little you? bread. And they were like, I'm going to explain the dish before you eat it you have been served a caviar with curry chutney and i'm like whoa okay let's go for a ride <laughs> Ooh, fish eggs yeah I was, I mean, we, we didn't have caviar but it was it was very very good and i was i was just like so impressed across the board with that. everything I love that. also amazing uber is king in india <laughs> really i spent so much money on ubers <laughs> getting everywhere it's, and that uh, surprised me because there's a lot of taxi so going to india as a foreigner is a great and wonderful experience but you are targeted immediately by everyone because 100%, the, yeah. like you you're bringing in foreigner money and the value of a dollar like goes a long way in india so like you can afford to kind of like spend more than the average person in some of these areas can. Yeah. So you're targeted a lot. So taxi cabs would be like, okay, well like come in my taxi. And then they charge you like an insane amount of money for the taxi ride. And you kind of like, they won't let you leave until you pay. So Uber is like a safe way of getting uh, around in India. The correct rate. Yes, yes, yes. Actually it was too cheap. If I'm being honest, uh, a lot of the rides were like 20 minute, 30 minute rides. And it was a dollar. It was like a dollar 50 most of the time. And I, <laughs> I know it was insane. <laughs> and you, you know, it's like $60 here for that I trip. Spent, I, it was a 35 minute ride. It cost me $35 I, to get here today. Yep. Yep. It is. Whoa absolutely insane so i was like you know what i was balling i was just paying for everyone's ubers i was like yeah let's get an uber together i got uber excels all the time those were like three dollars it was great whoa big spender that's crazy <laughs> i was man. a big spender that's why went to the taj mahal we went to a bunch of uh what is it called Tombs, tombs and things like that yeah, 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 yeah. It, was, it was so nice it was it had so much fun now did anyone look at you like you were a weird alien that shouldn't have been mausoleums like, is the word sorry that should that didn't belong there oh 100 percent. i am uh, six foot four and yeah. uh, i said out i am puerto rican but i am white and i shine yes. 
like a diamond. And so I had a couple of people ask me to get their pictures taken with them. Uh, Shut up, I, really? Yeah, yeah. They were just like staring at me. Well, I just had to come out of the bathroom and I was just kind of waiting around for our group to get out of the bathroom. And then a couple of guys were like, hey, like, can I take a picture with you? And I was like, sure, yeah, whatever. And I was like super friendly. And they were like standing next to me and I put my arms around them and I was like, hey, we got a picture. And then you saw them text their friends like, I took a picture with an NBA star. <laughs> and then and then they had uh, they had the guy taking the picture. I was like, can I get one too? I was like, oh, of course, everyone gets one. I was hyped. Wow. Yeah. And then hyped. you also should have paid them a dollar. I honestly should have. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. And it was funny because that became like a thing. Like, I, I, I think I was, I might have been one of the first people, if not the first person to get, get asked to have my picture taken with somebody. And then yeah. throughout the rest of the day, people were like, it became a little bit of a contest where people were like, okay, well, I'm going to get my picture taken <laughs> without like trying to seem desperate. Mm -hmm. And it was fun. I love that. It was a it was wow. a really good time. Also, the road was closed to the Taj Mahal because of the G twenty four summit. Oh sure. So we had to like pretend that we were staying at a hotel that was nearby because the police weren't letting us go. So they're like, if they come on and interrogate you, you you just lie and say that you're staying at this hotel. I didn't know the hotel's name, but I could point to it. So they didn't actually come on the bus or anything like that. But it was real like tense moment for a while there we were like whoa and it was a long road trip too so i was like are we just like did we just drive four hours and now we have to turn around and not get to see the taj mahal but you four hours to get to the taj mahal five hours because it was another like hour after that was that worth it yes it was really you're mm -hmm. not one to usually say those kinds of things are worth it mm -mm. that's so surprising to mm -mm. me really it was worth it yeah you're not just saying it because people are watching that no, would it, judge it is a once in a lifetime experience it is one of the really? great wonders wow. of the world and we, sure. i had a blast Wow, i love that i love that mm -hmm. for you i love that for the trip that's amazing yeah also uh driving in india is absolutely insane and i if you could drive in india you could drive anywhere in the world did you drive no, but it was I was in Ubers in the front seats a lot and it was terrifying. We got into one car accident. The other group got into another car accident. Ooh. It is. But it's like you're never driving that fast in India because there's just yeah. so many cars. Lanes are suggestions. So there's like four cars in a two car lane thing oh, okay. in a two lane road. And it sure. is like it is wild. It is wild experience. But they, they're not driving that fast so that cars aren't doing that much damage. So like they hit each other. The two drivers look at each other. They like yell a little bit to kind of test the waters. And they both realize they're not going to do anything about it. And they move on. Like that is just how it works. <laughs> oh, you, uh, you hit me. Hey, fuck you. You hit me. Fuck you. You hit me. Oh, okay. See ya. <laughs> All right. See ya. See ya. <laughs> wow. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I've been to Mexico, but I've never been that far out of the country. That's crazy. I did not get the shits. That was my main concern. Was like at all getting the shits. No shits. Did you just, just bottled water? Just bottled water. Well, see, here's the thing too. They were like, don't have the hotel water. Don't brush your teeth with it. I was brushing my teeth. I was gargling. I was <laughs> what a this Mister Moneybags, big tall ass taking pictures, spender over here. Just it's great. <laughs> Gargling up the water. It was great. Wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, what's actually very exciting, Lexi's 30th birthday is coming up. Okay. In October. But because she's a planner, she just bought our plane tickets 
and is currently, as we speak now, watching because she is booking our hotel tickets, tickets, our hotel to London and Scotland. Oh, that's for a week fun! That's yeah. really exciting. It's real. It's too exciting. I don't know how to think about it. Like I don't know how to like <laughs> react. She's like telling me all these things about these things we could do. She's like, from the Notting Hill movie, we can go here and the restaurant mm-hmm. they ate at about time. And look at this oh, restaurant. Look at this fun. hotel. Look at look at the Highlands. Look at this. And I'm yeah. just like, cool. It is yeah. overwhelming. Cool. It is very. I'm overwhelming. so overwhelmed. I have no concept of being that far away from home. When yeah. I get there, I'm gonna be a child. In awe and rapture. But right now, I'm not giving her anything she wants because she's just like, Are you excited? And I'm that like, That is fun. Yeah. Sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the hard part about traveling for the wedding was like, I was having a great time, but it was like thing to thing to thing. We're doing this, we're doing that. Everything was kind of planned yeah. a little bit. And, and I kind of felt like a lot of it wasn't in my hands, yeah. you know? So it would be nice to go on a, a, a trip in another country that is like we are planning Just it. We are wandering. getting to decide. We are getting to wander. I think when you take a vacation, you should spend a full day at the hotel. I don't know if anyone agrees with me. I know Lexi <laughs> doesn't because I thought about it. A in full Mexico. day at the hotel? Yeah, you swim in the pool, you get room service, you get a massage. Maybe you go into the town. Maybe you like pop around at a restaurant. But most people, including Lexi, are like, we book up the day. We go to the beach, then we go yeah. to this excursion, then we go here, yeah. and then we sleep. And I'm like, no, can't we just relax? My idea of a vacation is to relax. relax. Yeah. One day out of a week, if we're spending a week somewhere, give me one day just in the town, just in the hotel, which is why Portland, when we went, was my favorite because she was a little sick and we were mm-hmm. only there for three days. And it's Portland. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. So a lot of it was just spent like wandering around town. And I was like, this is fucking lovely. Yes, Darren. Thank you. A week long vacation. You need to spend a, a, at least a day's worth. Yes, maybe it's yes. not a full day. I agree with a day's worth. I think that like interspersed in between events, I think you need time to go back to the room, rest for a yeah. little bit, come couple then hours go out here, again. couple exactly. hours there, yes, sit yes, on the yes. balcony, read a book, yes. get some room service, sleep in. You know, I agree. Vacations, all I ever wanted. Yeah, vacations, all I ever needed. Right? Come on. Yeah. But then you're not having an efficient vacation. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're it's, never gonna see everything. But you explain can see to me one scenario. Okay, I'll, you could take your huge chunk back, and then I won't be tired when I get back from my vacation. Yeah, I shouldn't true. need a, so many people need a vacation. D- tell me you did not that feel is like a you needed a vacation when you got from that, the vacation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. You're right. Why? You're right. You're right. For who? Yeah. For what? Yeah. Anyway, that's just how I feel. And I told Lexi, and she was like. I will give you this time sometime at the hotel and we can do nothing. And I was like, great. Hell yeah. Just give me some. Just, just some. some. Just some I, time. We're spending all this money on hotel. We should spend a little time. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think especially that, like, if you buy a nice one. Like our place in Expo was so nice. We didn't swim in the pool. Yeah. You know, we didn't do anything. I feel like when you you need the breaks, you need the rest, you need the time. I think so. Because I think I really enjoyed India because Darren had a lot of like bridesmaids responsibilities and I got to sleep and I got to hang out and read and I got to play video games in the hotel room. And it was like, it was good. Amazing. 
Yeah, it was. I was like, "Fuck yeah, sick! This is this is what I want. I need yeah, to, I need to relax. My, then you get to go do something because it's on the exactly. itinerary. And then you're like, oh, you got to go do this yep, thing. Yep, oh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, what will I do? Oh gosh, what will I? <laughs> Hanging out. I think it was funny because at one point Darren's friends had come to find me in the in the room and they were like oh hey like <clears throat> we we feel bad you know we're looking out for you want to make sure you have company we know darren's busy do you want to come hang out with us i was like in my pjs in bed reading my book i was like no it's okay go explore and do your thing i'm having a blast right here <laughs> it was that was the moment everyone felt sorry for you but really you were the one winning 100 mm-hmm. percent. i love that all right marcus without further ado I think it's time to get into March Comes In Like a Lion. March Comes In Like a Lion is a manga from the same name in the original Japanese. It is Three Gatsu No Lion. It was a manga released in 2007 in Young Animal. And it was turned into an anime in 2016 and dubbed shortly after. And we are here to talk about there are two, 16 volumes, two seasons so far. I think there's been spr- sprinklings. A third season is coming. Marcus, did you know anything about this anime before you watched it? Have you ever heard of it? The only reason I heard of it is because old man Rom had been <laughs> trying hard to get us to watch this. So every couple of months, like every other month in the Patreon, it would pop up again. March comes in like a lion. March comes in like a lion. And I type up all the little like descriptions of the shows. So I have been kind of like eyeing it. I'm like, okay, okay, old man Rom. I'm interested, I'm interested. And it just kept not winning. And this month, it finally won. And I was kind of excited for it. Mm -hmm. So other than that, that's all I knew. I did not know anything about it. I will answer the question as well. And my answer is exactly the same. I was not. I I, I think we are passer buyers in the anime field. I think it's funny. Passer because in a, buyers? Hold on. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, listen. I'll let you finish and in, then I'll attack you. Okay. In normal circles, we're freaking weebs. We are anime aficionados. We know so much. We watch so much. In the anime world, I never feel like an expert. People who are true anime fans watch everything, it feels like, or at least is read up on everything and like know a little bit of Japanese and like go study there for a couple months. It's It seems so intense that when I'm in an anime true circle, I am out of place. But when I'm in a regular circle, I'm out of place because I know too much about anime. That's how I feel. So you, when, you know what I have to say I, about that? What? Ohio goes I must so kinky disco. I know a little bit of that's the only thing I know to say in Japanese, baby. I am the ultimate weave. You can't take that away from me. You don't speak for me, say that everybody knows everything. That's YouTubers. It's their job. They make money off of watching this shit and knowing this shit. That's fine. The average anime connoisseur like us, the, the average human being who has a job and shit to do. They don't watch every anime. They don't watch every You know anime. what? You're actually really right. And most of the time, real regular anime fans <laughs> cling to animes of their past for reference, right? Yes. Like we talk we talk about DBZ and Naruto way more than we talk about new stuff coming out. And then every once in a while, something breaks through like Spy X Family or something uh, or Jujutsu Kaisen and we'll give it a shot. You're right. You're right. Okay. 100%. Fine, fine. 100%. And, I will keep my anime fan card. We're just old it. generation anime people. So I feel like uh, we, when we were in the heyday of our anime, we watched everything. 
right? Because you and I watched everything when we That's when true. Naruto and Bleach were out. When, we weren't when just watching Tsunami Naruto and, and Bleach. Adult Swim. Yeah, there was, there was literally all the anime that existed for us, mm-hmm. and we watched all of it. We watched every anime that existed, and From the kids Zed can't do Bell that. To Witch Hunter Robin, mm-hmm. to freaking Code Geass, to Gundam, to DBZ, Full Metal, Bleach. This was our era. You're right. And yeah. now I, I ain't got, I have no idea what's going. But on. no it's kid is watching every anime now. Like, sometimes it, it feels just, like it, dude. Sometimes it's just it really too feels much. Like There's it. too much going on right now. And yeah, like yeah. they have more time, so they're watching more anime. But it's the same thing with Netflix and all these other sure. like issues. There's just the market saturated. And sometimes they're just going back and watching the stuff we watched because it was exactly so cool. Hunter Hunter like, is still I, popular, baby. It's still fun. Uh, 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 somebody when I was teaching a class of high schoolers, one of them said they were watching Blue Exorcist. No, oh, Black Butler. Oh, okay, Black Butler. Oh, Black Butler. <laughs> one of those two, but like a 10 year old anime yeah 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 and it was like oh this is what you're watching all right cool hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> so tenchi so muyo that's, that's what they you need to recommend tenchi oh muyo God. to everybody underrated How? anime of all time which, which one the one it's from so, our age it's so complicated tsunami okay oh, honestly have you went back and watched that no because it's problematic <laughs> It's probably very problematic. It's I probably watch it, problematic. It's probably very problematic. <laughs> Any harem anime is problematic. Ooh. But this, March Comes in Like a Lion, is not a harem. It is about Rei, a young shogi, shogi? shogi professional mm-hmm. who is uh, either, I think he's 15. I don't know if that's middle school or high school over there, but he's 15. He's a professional. He lives on his own. And this story follows him as he plays Shogi and he tries to connect with the world in spite of mental health problems. Yeah! (laughs) Another episode about depression! I first want to say right off the bat, Uh I totally understand why we were given this anime we we tickled the balls of a silent voice i rave about your name endlessly mm-hmm. we talk about our depression and when these and we talk about a show like uh chainsaw man we talk about it from this perspective of trauma and how <laughs> the things we've gone through we see in uh-huh. this protagonist and that's why we love it we yeah. describe animes we love because of what this anime is however this anime is only that and i was (laughs) shocked by it i was i am 11 episodes in. we watched 11 episodes for the podcast i am shocked i am shooked shooketh i feel like i am shook shocked i have so much to say shock shocked i have so much to say about this and i feel like we'll have interesting discussions about this anime for sure but i too was like, okay, we got an anime about Shogi. What's the what's the deal? What's gonna make it exciting? What's gonna be the twist and the turn? What's happening? Is it is it gonna be like Go where there's a there's a there's a past entity possessing him? Or is, is it gonna, gonna be like, like Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh where there's a past entity to... possessing him? <laughs> is it gonna... Or is it gonna be like Jujutsu Kaisen where there's a past, past entity, entity possessing him? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, you bring an anime board game kind of game uh, to me, then I know that there's a guy who's going to come and possess him, the main character, and make him better at the game, especially Shogi. I was like, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. he's going to meet, there's going to be an ancient Shogi lord who's going to come in and be like, I can teach you the ways of Shogi, young one, and cure or, your depression. Or I thought it would be a slice of life anime, which we also love. The Spy X family episodes where they're just going to the groceries are our favorite. Your name, we love this movie. And and most of what it's about is dating. Yeah, you know, we it- I thought it would be like Oh, so Shogi's just going to be the backdrop and then we're going to see like all these like coming of age stories mm-hmm. or like all these other things. Yeah. This is slice of life. It's just slice of my life, your life, depressing life that I don't want to watch in my free time. I would argue that's a slice of life. I would argue that it's not a slice of life. What is slice of life? Let me look up the 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 true definition. Here. I think slice of life is going through the mundane and finding the beauty in it. This show. No, it says a realistic representation of everyday experience in a movie player book. That's well, pretty, this is, this is pretty slice of life. man. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it everyday occurrence <laughs> that your family dies? And the only way you're able to live is to play Shoji. Sometimes Whatever. you're right. Okay. <laughs> I take it back. Fine. It's slice of life. Fine. It's slice of life. So first of life I doesn't just, have to be good life. I guess, you know, technically. Hold on. Oh, I'm so sorry. I Okay, I'm trying my best here, old Ben Rom. I am trying my best because clearly we have a lot of feelings about this show and clearly mm-hmm. it means a lot to you. You just said you think of it as one of your feel-good shows? I, I You know what? I agree with old man Rom. What? Yeah, I agree with old man Rom. It's, you feel good watching this? Okay, I want you to close your eyes for a second. Do, Literally? Do, do, this, do this experiment with me. Close your eyes. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. Okay. I'm going to do a little uh, IFS therapy work with you, right? I want you to think of a a place when you were like down, when you were down really hard. You got it. Your lowest Mm -hmm. low, maybe not your lowest low, but that time where low lows were common. You want the lowest low or not? No, no, no. I don't want to hear it. I just want you to. No, do you want me to bitch at my lowest low or not? I'm getting different information. A time where low lows were reoccurring. You know, not the lowest low, because sometimes lowest lows can be surrounded by good moments. But Understood. Like, got it. You got it? got it? You got it. Okay. You're there, right? Mm-hmm. You put on this show. Does it get worse or does it give you hope? I don't want to answer that because <laughs> I feel like okay. it's rude. Okay. Why I, don't you answer the question? I'll answer the question then. I feel like for me, I was watching this show. And we'll go We'll go into more details later and, and, and how we actually felt about it. Um, but I I feel like I had to kind of take a step back and, and think about it from like, if I was watching this when I was, when I didn't have hope for myself, when I was kind of at a low point in my life and, yeah. and I didn't believe that like anyone could ever love me and I, you know, just in my own feelings all the time, things like that. And I was like, you know what? I could see someone getting... Uh, an amount of hopefulness from this anime being able to see that this character who had his family taken away from him who is struggling who feels alone who has depression who like 
doesn't think that he's worthy of any love and has all these people in his life kind of telling him that they love him and they want him there and they actively like when he doesn't want to show up to their house they actively do things to make sure that he does show up and they do spend time together and that he knows that he's not a burden i could see this giving me a little bit of hope that one day i too would find that I appreciate that take so much. You being able to take a step back means a lot about you and your character and where you stand in life. I <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I, 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 there have been moments of my life where I think I would have enjoyed this. I would have related to this. This show is such a funny thing that I don't think I've ever really seen. And, and I've watched a lot of sad stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like sad stuff. You know that I, mm -hmm. I like cathartic feeling like hopeful. I, I like what you're describing this show for me though. I understand what the show's doing, right? Mm -hmm. But when your main character is dissociative, his form of depression and I'm not a shrink. I'm probably off base. I could probably be wrong. But it seems like to me the form of depression he has in this show is out of body. He doesn't feel human. He doesn't like feel like he's living, right? Like, and people who have had like clinical depression know what that's like. Um, it's honestly, I've almost never seen it portrayed the right way in media. It almost never is. Mm -hmm. And this is pretty close. Yeah. But watching a show where the main character is dissociative is hard for me because i don't know anything about ray i'm 11 episodes in and and i'm like <laughs> our main character is depressed because he doesn't know how to feel and he can't feel so i don't know how he feels <laughs> right like uh, he's sad but like he hasn't come to and honestly <laughs> yeah yeah it probably comes like I can see how at the end of the first season and I saw all the ruse. Everyone's like, by the time you get to the second season, it's a masterpiece. And I'm like, I totally get it. He probably has those things. But now as I'm watching, I don't have anything to latch on to because the only things that there are to latch on to is like a kooky friend that brings him in with her family. And I'm like, well, that was just a crazy random happenstance. Mm -hmm. A family that he doesn't have any association with. Now, at the end of, of what we watch, we're finally starting to get some family stuff, and I'm finally starting to able to latch on to something. But large swaths of the show is Ray describing how he doesn't feel anything, yeah. which is sad and like poignant. And, and there's been times in my life, like, I... I I don't I've never been wealthy enough to been clin diagnosed as clinically depressed I, mm -hmm. is I think the long and the short <laughs> of the truth of it you know because the, the truth is I, I don't think that many people who think they're depressed are depressed you know most people who are depressed have depressing things happen and they are depressed but depression as like the sickness is like a very specific thing. And, and I think this character has it and I relate to that. And I have had moments where I've been like this and I, I totally get it. But like, I, I don't find hope in watching this person not help themselves. 
Like Ray isn't helping him. Like Ray is refusing to do anything to help himself this whole time. And that makes me angry. It doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me cathartic. It makes me angry because I'm like, Ray, you have things here in front of you and you don't want to be helped. I think. And I've been so bad that I haven't wanted help. Yeah. And I don't want to see that. I want to <laughs> see someone take the help. So I'm inspired to go take the help. I think you're touching on a an important part of this anime or not important, but something that sets this anime apart from other experiences is that yeah. if this were a movie, I feel like you would get that cathartic release that you are sort of seeking at the end. You would have it. to. A but, silent voice does it, right? Silent voice does it. It deals with depression and things like that. And then yeah. you get a you know cathartic ending. But this being a TV show, it, I'm sure that comes later down the line. But in the first sure 11 it episodes, it definitely feels like a slow burn. We are watching him just sort of have depression and yeah. be depressed. And you're right there. You do as a viewer get that feeling of, OK, you need to be doing something about this. You need, you should be doing something about this. But like you touched on, that is a relatable thing. You, there's so many people out there who have depression, who are going through this, who yeah. you want to just yell, like, get help, do better. But there are circumstances in place that don't necessarily, like, allow people like that to do that. A lot of times yeah. you're your own roadblock. A lot of times it's like you said earlier about your own situation. It's a financial issue. I mean, this kid is 15 years old, like. It could also just be an age thing where he doesn't know enough about the world and know enough about other people having similar experiences to know sure. that he should even be seeking help. 17s. Either way, he's a teen. If there's a teen in that number, it's too young. <laughs> so I feel like I could see why this could be frustrating for you, given that it is such a slow burn. I, I feel like you're right. You're right. I, I'm, I'm it just makes me frustrated. I, like, I don't know how else to describe 100%. it. 100%. You know? and, and I think that like some of that own frustration could be sort of like internalized frustration. Right. Mm -hmm. You're 100%. just like you're you're thinking about the times where you were depressed. You're thinking about like if only someone was screaming at me <laughs> to, to maybe do something more about it, you yeah. know. So I, I, I totally understand why this sort of like triggers a particular frustration in you. Yeah, then I get and I think I I feel bad because I feel like a lot of people who probably gravitate towards this are I think most people with mental illness and, and I'm categorizing it could be again off base look for camaraderie ship not camaraderie ship they look they want to know that they're not strange they want to know that it's what they're feeling is real. They want to mm -hmm. know that it has happened before. It will happen again, that it is something that happens, that it's real. Right. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't care if you have experienced what I experienced. I don't find comfort in that. Okay. You know? And I, I don't know what, honestly, let's turn this into shrink hour. What the hell does that say about me? Like, I, I don't care. Uh, okay. Like, I, 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 like, what a reason we're friends, you and me. Mm-hmm. It's because we've gone through enough things where we've shared things and we both have roadblocks and hangups that affect our everyday lives that uh, we know that we can trust each other. We know that there are things that we can see of ourselves in each other. It's why we're friends, right? And that's, and that's beautiful and that's lovely and I love that. 
but that doesn't help my depression. Okay. And I, and I know I'm different. I know I'm weird. I know a lot of people that helps them. I know that a lot of people that are like, wow, I'm not alone, but I don't know if it's my kind of depression. I don't know if it's my outlook on life. I don't know what it is, but I'm still depressed <laughs> whether or not you are. This show's like, not going to cure anyone's depression, but it is Marcus, good. Marcus, shut, <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. Are you telling me I couldn't go to the reviews right now and half of the people are be like, this helped me. This is what got me through it. Yes, people people feel that way. Can, and I totally I totally get it. I get what you're fine. saying. You, you, for, a second you, for a second, I was with you. I was like, yes, okay, I get, I get what you're saying. It's not like what you need. And this show can definitely help people feel seen right yeah totally no but then you then you turn around where you made it seem like the show was going to cure people's depression <laughs> oh no no but i'm i'm i am more than sure hundreds maybe thousands of people have watched the show to its completion and gotten help because of it i'm more than sure yeah I'm more than sure you know it's 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 well made it hits on something in a unique way mm-hmm. and it 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 diagnoses a very specific kind of trauma and depression that you rarely see in anime yeah. and film and anything yeah you know? i i think that just to talk about i guess my own experiences sort of through the lens of this anime and to kind of give old man rom some backing a little bit i i think that personally i also felt like i related a lot to this protagonist because i sort of have a more disassociative kind of issue and i have ptsd and i think think that this and which also can cause depression and things like that too but it's just a little different and i feel like this show feels very similar to the way i experience my version of depression because it's 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 just different and it's not like it's still depression depression when you're sad and you don't know how to help yourself you know you don't have to to downplay it you you are you it's it's specific it is so i feel like watching this show i definitely saw a lot of of that kind of representation that i don't normally see in media because usually when you think Mm -hmm. of disassociation you think of things like split you think of horror movies a lot of times you think of so uh, a a character that is crazy and that has multiple personalities and a lot of times disassociating disassociating has nothing to do with having multiple personalities you just kind of like check out right and and you're still able to function and move through the world while checked out i did love the one moment when he was sick and everything was so bad and he was like i know i need to eat but he was just like, I just can't. Yeah. And a lot of time it's that mm-hmm. simple and complex at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's like, I just can't. You just yeah, can't. Exactly. That that line yeah. and having that moment is like, I'm sure it makes a lot of young people who are going through this kind of thing feel seen in a way because I so many their family they probably have family members who are telling them like just get up and go walk for a walk like that's going to cure your depression or like just go do this thing go do that thing and what i like about this is that no one is doing that to him it's not like a lot of anime a lot of other things that kind of like touch upon mental illness and things like that kind of then the solution is either it's cured by magic or something weird or like they're just like actually like through the power of friendship i've instantly cured my depression and all of my mental illness and this is like no 
it feels like a struggle that he has. And yes, he has friends who have come in and like they force themselves into his life and they there. But it seems like a constant battle that he's yeah, going I, through with them. I really love that you said that, because now that you're saying that that is really true to life, right? Like, uh, I don't want to speak for you. So tell me if I'm off mm -hmm. base. But if, for, for me, it's, you know, I've had depression since I remember being in high school or middle school. I, I remember the house I was in, but I remember I, I got home and I laid on the floor and I just couldn't get up. I, I, I couldn't do it. There was no, the nothing. There's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is, there is, there's nothing upsetting me. I wasn't upset. I wasn't sad. I just couldn't mm -hmm. do the thing of living at that moment. Yeah. And and I've been this way forever, you know, mm -hmm. and most people don't know it because I am humorous from time to time. I tell jokes. I am good at small talk. Yeah. I am an actor. I, I do all these things. I'm good at my job. There was like, ah, oh, that's great. Just and then the people who really know me, like you, Lexi, Joseph, you know, all the boys, you all know I am have depression. <laughs> I get depressed. <laughs> I get moody as fuck and I get sad and I sometimes I cannot do the thing. Yeah. And but the, but the but no, that wasn't even the point. Oh, the okay. point was you have helped me so much throughout my life. Mm -hmm. But there hasn't been a moment like what would happen in a movie TV show where you yep. sat me down and you said, Nick, <laughs> I can tell you're really going through something. And man, it gets better. I'm your friend and you're going to work through it. And Marcus, you are leaps and bounds past where you were a couple years ago, a couple oh, yeah, years for before sure. that. And I've been around for a, a good chunk of it here now. Wow. Mm -hmm. I've been around. This is fucking over 10 years. Long but I've been here and I know I've helped in my own way. Mm -hmm. I know I've been there for you every time yeah. I could, but I've never sat you down and said, <laughs> now, Marcus. It seems like you're disassociating a little bit and you might be suffering from PTSD. So can so bring it in and let's work through that together. You're so right. And that's what happens in movies and yeah. TV shows. And yeah. that's not happening anywhere in the show. And it's what's frustrating me. But also I can't deny that is kind of beautiful it's because nice. that is really it's how it happens. Nice. It's kind of nice. Like there's, there's just oh my, so so much to say about stuff. But there's the the friend who's like his rival, and it's just like <laughs> I've decided that I'm your friend. I was like, that's kind of dick for me. Like in college, I feel like you kind of just decided you were my friend, and I wasn't just, that obnoxious. But no, yes, you were that not. Is what I you were saying. definitely not that obnoxious. Yeah, but I just you just kept showing, showing up. around. Yeah, you kept I showing decided. up. There was moments in college where I was alone in my room. And I didn't want to be like, I was just like sulking and I didn't want to be bothered and I couldn't get up. And you're like, I'm outside. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean you're outside? I'm inside. What's okay? Cool. We've established our locations. You're like, no, I'm outside. I'm here to pick you up. We're going to go hang out at my apartment. And that's like, uh, okay. You know? And like, you know, there was, there was an amount. Yeah. Of it was always so funny because you were like, oh, but I gotta, I gotta clean my room yep. again. Even though I, I just cleaned clean it my yesterday. Room. Uh -huh. I, got, I got milk in the fridge and if I don't drink it, it's going to go <laughs> bad. I swear to God, you did that to me once. I swear to God, you've said that. <laughs> you, you definitely <sighs> bailed because of milk. I swear to God. A hundred percent. I probably spilled it somewhere or something. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That's, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and oh, sorry, so watching friend. the anime, I was just like, yeah, no, this is Nick for me at a certain point in my life. Like, and, and, and it feels realistic. 
And I really yeah. did enjoy that. And even like the something that I didn't like, but again, now that we're talking about it, I'm able to process it. I'm able to give credit to it. Uh, Hanada, is that her name? Yeah, Hanada and her family. Uh, no, Akira, Ak- Akari, Akari, Hanada, and Momo. Those are the sisters. Akari is the oldest one, right? First time out of those. Whatever, whoever the oldest freaking one is. Oldest sister. Uh, the older sister randomly found Ray one day and brought him home. And now he's like a part of the family. And yeah. you're supposed to see all these like things and how they're being, they're being, you know, not, they're being a family. I don't even know. I I don't want to say normal. I, I Whatever the word is, like they are not being what he is doing there. And that's supposed to be his like parlay into what they are doing. And I, I see all that. But like the thing that bothers me about it is like, what if you don't randomly have a person pick you up? There's so many people that randomly don't have a person pick up. I was watching a news segment and what and one of their arguments was about how suicide rates in men are like four times uh women and how there's this whole thing going on right now where most men don't have a close friend. Like if you ask oh, yeah, them, I've been seeing a lot they about don't that have a close too. friend. Uh but women do. And why is that? What's going on culturally? Like, what's what's happening? And it's a, it's a huge discussion. But, like, yeah. it does dawn on me, like, Ray's lucky, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I do – I feel bad for him. And I, I want to be there for him. But I'm also, like, I didn't have someone just show up and just invite <laughs> me to their house for freaking Moki. That's, that's so not uh-huh. real. Like, I'm supposed to be watching this super real, depressing, like, super authentic thing. And then it's, like – what? It's like the thing you described. You know what? There is that one little bit of magic happening, and mm-hmm. it is the family just showing up, right? Yeah. And I know I'm supposed to forgive it. I know it's a TV show. It's a convention. I understand. But it did make me mad because I'm like, no one showed up for me. <laughs> I mean, did, did they not show up for you, or were you just not allowing anybody to show up for you? No, I feel like everybody that's in my life, I actively went out and found them. <laughs> that's fair. And I attached myself okay, to them like I attached to you. That, ask Joseph. Oh, <laughs> Joseph is my brother, best friend since second grade. He'll tell you the same story you just told about me. I showed up one day and I didn't leave. Like I made it happen for me, you know. <laughs> I would have loved a fucking beautiful family to just show up uh, and say, "Oh, come on over whenever you want. We'll feed you." As I'm freaking gaining weight left and right because I'm binging with my depression. That would have been great. I mean, so but, okay, <laughs> did you have any teachers or anybody like that who kind of no. like any coaches? Any Dude, if we people? wanted to have a therapy shot, a fair a therapy session about it, like I never had that and it pissed me off all the time. I never I never got mentored. I never I was always overlooked. Mm-hmm. No one ever believed in me that way, you know. I always came up from the bottom by myself. Mm-hmm. Which is why I kind of have that attitude about stuff, you know yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had to. Like I never had it. Uh, found family, old man Ram. Yeah, found exactly. Uh, if, if, I'll, I'll just read what he says. I haven't even read. It. I'll just read it. Uh, found family is that the term you're looking for? I get what you mean. That sometimes meat is meant to be cheering is uh is depressing because not everyone has the positives i can still take the good parts and enjoy it but at least logically i can see that well i appreciate that even though i know it's your favorite show and i'm talking about a huge problem i have but like sorry go ahead i oh no i was just gonna say i understand where you're coming from right like statistically not everyone has this experience and there could be a bummer version of the show out there that is just like (laughs) 
all <laughs> negative where it's just a kid in a room the whole time and he's just depressed and he doesn't he eventually doesn't even make it out to play shogi the one thing can he i loves. be honest i think i would like that better <laughs> no, want it. i'm not even joking like i no, think i would wouldn't. find that cathartic no you wouldn't i think i would oh my god my problem with the show was it was so real and then he he has everything i don't but the thing is like i think that it's trying to show if he didn't have everything right right your life he doesn't have everything he has a couple he has relatively right me yes yeah and i fucking bust my ass for it (laughs) okay okay but things can change things can turn out for the positive right sure so a version of this you would have liked to see is maybe him pull himself up by his bootstraps and do that but that isn't necessarily i mean that's where he says just such a negative connotation but yeah you're right you're right i would have but that is not necessarily how this works right it's small cumulative changes over time that then you're like you're even your exposures to your friends even though you work so hard to make that happen and you brought them into your life they stayed and I think maybe have contributed some positivity to your life. And you're not having to constantly 100%. foster those. You know what I mean? So that's not what I'm arguing, though. But you're 100 percent right. It yeah, is yeah, your yeah. version, even though you worked harder for it, it, is your version of found family. And I could see that you're like projecting that's onto true. the show and maybe not liking it because of that. Dude, I am a hardcore project. Are you fucking kidding me? I am railing. Everything I'm railing on this show is has nothing to do with the merits of the show. It has nothing to do with the quality of the show. It all has to do with personal taste and personal things that happen in my mental health journey. <laughs> but that being said, I feel yeah. like I, I, I of that version of the show could exist and I could see that. But I think I like this version of the show because, oh, no, my cat is, oh, say hello. He was say hello. walking on the keyboard. Okay. Cute. Okay. So I would say that the this version of the show works a little bit better because it shows the thing that isn't normally shown in TV shows where even if you have people who love you, even if you're surrounded by like people who want to spend time with you the depression doesn't let you hear it or see it that's true and i think that is an important version to show also i i agree i agree it's and it's it's something you you rarely see you really 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 see it you know Mm -hmm. and it's and it's it's half the not even half it's it's like a good chunk of the time yeah (laughs) you know like yeah we you know yeah a hundred percent agreed just to talk about the show this is all about the show <laughs> no i meant like the specifics of sure. the show I, how did you feel so i started watching review and, and and do you know how to play shogi so i don't know if this is leading into a game but no i have no game oh, okay good <laughs> i uh was like oh shogi's interesting and then i decided to play shogi a couple of matches of shogi I tried, but it was really confusing because all the pieces are written in Japanese. <laughs> like, I don't know which one's the rook because it's, I don't read Japanese. I feel They're all like, shaped the same. But when you click on the piece, in it tells chess, you how they moves. looked at, Like, just like in chess, right? You click on the piece, it tells you, like, where you can move. Maybe I was using a crappier website, but Maybe I tried to do the was. same thing, and I was just confused. I played, like, three matches. I won one of them, but I was on baby mode. 
I was just. I also the, heard the someone say it's harder. It's harder than chess because the pieces come back. There's just more. It variation. does seem harder than chess because you can like remove a piece from the board and like keep it or something like that. Is like a when you capture, I think it goes into your little chest and vault, and you can pop it back on the board. Yes. I yeah, don't know I forgot. The, the rules, I, for, I read the rules about it. I I learned shogi for like two seconds, so I could actually win one match against baby mode computer. Well, it's also just interesting because I thought the show was uh, going to be about Shogi and it's like not at all. It like has no interest in like, yeah. letting me learn. Like when you watch that Go show, you learn how to play Go. When That's you watch true. Yu-Gi-Oh, you learn how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. No, I disagree. Hard disagree. You do. You do. No, you don't. You do you remember do. watching Yu-Gi-Oh? It was 2,000 life points, which is wrong. It was, it was wrong. None of the cards had the same effects. That's because the card game came out after that, because the show Yu-Gi-Oh! used to be about shadow games because I've watched season zero and it was about something else. And there was a version of Duel Monsters that came out before the card game that we know. Now you're getting me in the weeds about it. Uh-huh. There was a card game version that was more like the show before the one that we played. And then they replaced the, they released the one they played. And then they updated the rules in the show to reflect the real rules. But at a certain point, Yu-Gi-Oh! was on forever. At a certain point, Darren, seen- get out of here. Stop calling me out. Darren has so watched watch- a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. Why? Her brothers and stuff like anime. And you know how to play? Well, wow. She needs to learn how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Now, the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh is at some point, the anime and the card game were out. Yeah. So they could have made it right. And they could have made the rules correct in the anime. And in like five D's or something like that, like later no, down no, the line, by the time, by the time they got to Battle City, it was pretty accurate. I don't believe that. This I'll is this is cross. revisionist history. <laughs> I, don't, it was... I don't fucking believe this shit for one second. <laughs> oh my goodness! You can literally get the Elemental Heroes just like Jaden played. The only thing that was wrong about that show is their decks always changed and had new cards you never saw before that would be right to the circumstance. But those cards existed, and they played the way they played. Okay, for the most part. I will I will leave you anyway before say, you rail me more about Yu-Gi-Oh. But also I want to say that you're wrong because this show also has like 10 songs that were about Shogi and a whole episode that was about like them walking through the Shogi book and like this is how the king moves. This is Marcus, how the thing the All those songs are different. Yeah. Each song was like I move like this. It wasn't the same Shogi, song like seven Shogi. times. No. I skipped it after the first because I thought it was the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, it was very cute, and it was a good way of like explaining it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get you. Wait, hold on. No, 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 hold on. Get off your high horse. You literally just said. Uh, Nick, the show teaches you how to play shogi. Mm-hmm. There's a you don't you don't flip it no how. I am so the master. Did a bad job. I want to oh, show right. shogi match. How many shogi matches have you won? <laughs> I, I learned enough to for to win one baby match. I have nothing to say to you right now. That is revisionist history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. My, the only reason I brought it up was how interesting that the show, how important Shogi is, but it takes such a backseat, which I find really interesting because, and I, I don't know if you have a different take, but it's because I think Ray doesn't care about Shogi, which is wild, right? Like to deal with this character who like doesn't care about the thing they're good at and like 
almost like wants to rebel against it, but he can't because it's his livelihood. It was the only reason his foster dad looked at him. It was the only connection he had to his real father before he passed. Like there's all these like uh, things on his baggage he's holding around because of Shogi. But like at no point, at least in the 11 episodes, did he enjoy playing a single second of Shogi, which is uh, wild. Yeah, honestly, I, I think I, degree, I agree. He has a complex relationship with Shogi. Yeah. That I think is really interesting. I think that like everything you exactly said, his life is dependent on this game. And I think from a young age, his life was dependent on this game, right? Because yeah. there's the flashback where his family dies and then his his dad was a shogi Oof. player. And then his rival then says, I'm going to adopt you. Yeah. If Basically, like if you want to play shogi. It's like there's like Shogi is involved. He's like, you like Shogi, right? And, and he even says something like, I had to say yes or something, right? He says, I had to say yes to survive, basically. Yeah. He says something along those lines. And so right. from that moment, his future was kind of decided that he had to play Shogi, be good at Shogi in order to live with this family. And then mm -hmm. even within that family dynamic, we learned that he was raising his children to be shogi prodigies and he adopted this his rival's shogi prodigy and then he basically had three shogi prodigy kids in his house and he was just like really raising them to be competitive and in a way that really affected their family dynamic that made the main character an outcast in that family and if he didn't continue playing shogi he wouldn't be the shining star in that family that he was brought into and he might be kicked out of the family he might have to end up in an orphanage again i don't know if that's actually true but i really appreciate the fact that as a kid that is what he believed to be true so the show says it's true and it, maybe yes. it is true yes but yes, i'm yes, just yes, saying yes. i think it's important and I, it's something that i like about the show where I, I know i've been harping at since everything's from ray's perspective it's like mm -hmm painted in a way that i don't love but i do love the fact that since it's from his perspective these things are true these yeah. fears and trauma that he has about these things are just true in the reality of the show like he would have been kicked out of the family yeah. i don't know if he actually would have been kicked out of the family but but he was you know what i mean yeah i love that Old Man Ron says it doesn't go deep into the rules. It's difficult because of the hard pieces, but the show is interested in how a shogi pro and even a baseball player think about their game. Oh, we got to talk about that. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ray isn't the only shogi player, but yeah, a lot of them have different attitudes. Oh, yeah. That's also something. Yeah. Thank you so much, Old Man Ron. All the attitudes. I did like that. I, I think it was slow to get there. I, mm -hmm. I didn't love mm -hmm. our journey. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever. But I did like that we found all these different philosophies about the game. Yes. I did like super that a interesting. Lot. Yeah, because yeah. people get into it for different reasons. The same thing with any yeah. anything, especially if you're competing at a tournament level. You, you, people are into it because they're of whatever reason, but eventually it, it, they're all passionate about this thing. Yeah, and it's also I don't know if you um if you ever watched the Last Dance with Michael Jordan. That no, I haven't watched that one yet. I love that because it was some of the best insight I've seen in Michael Jordan, and like. There's Magnus Carlson in chess. There's Michael Jordan in basketball. There's Tiger Woods in uh, golf. There's Serena Williams in tennis. That level, they think about things in such a unique and different way that we could almost never understand. And this show, 
is gra- is grappling with com- com- how a competitor thinks about things, right? And I love that baseball scene where he finally like almost had a friend for a second where it was one of the only times of hope I had in the show <laughs> that and I've been the hopeless the whole time. Oh, no, for Shogi. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, where there was the basketball player or the baseball player, mm-hmm. sorry. And he they were talking about how they view the game. And there was this moment of like, oh, we're the same. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty beautiful and pretty great. I really did like that. Yeah. I also thought that it was, was cute because I feel like the sister in that uh, found family he has has a crush yeah. on the baseball player. But when the baseball player comes after they had that initial conversation, they both are blushing. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just really cute. I That was one of the moments where I legitimately just loved them coming together and the interaction between all that. I thought that was just pitch perfect. Because that com- competitor thing is such a hard thing to like yeah. explain, and they almost don't even explain it. They almost explain no one gets it, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, was yeah, enough." Yeah. yeah, I feel like, I mean, do, do you have you competed? You've competed in tournaments for stuff, yes, but never to. Well, like you, I mean, acting stuff, is right. I mean, improv and acting is kind of competing. That's you know true. What I, mean? I mean, you have to you audition know, and you have to be join the team. You have to actively be better than other people. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> there's like there's an amount of ego and narcissism that's involved in being a champion. That's also involved in being an actor at that mm-hmm. level, at the level that I'm trying to get to. Yeah, I've never done it, though, with a sport like, because I've never like I played Yu-Gi-Oh! I went to regionals, but we just went to regionals. I didn't try to win. I just liked playing and most mm. of the time for games and things and sports and stuff. I like playing. I, you played things with me. Mm-hmm. I like to lose too. Yeah, I, I like, I'm same. trying to win, but like, it's, it's just the like, Oh, this is fun. It's not like I need to win yeah. for my being. So I've never felt that way about anything sports wise. You competed in chess for a minute. But you didn't have that, which is why you quit, uh, right? No, 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 no. It's a oh, long, nope. it's a very, I don't have, I don't know if I've, it's depressing. But let's get oh, into okay. it because that's what the whole thing is. So if you want, whatever. So I know the funny story you tell. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the funny story is you played against adults. It was too hard and you're like, fuck this shit. Yeah. So that's not really what happened at all. But oh, wow. basically chess. I, so, okay, we'll start from the beginning. I okay. grew up playing chess. I went to a lot of tournaments. I played in nationals, but at a certain, the simple thing was at a certain point, I couldn't afford to go to tournaments because they cost money. Mm, After, so yeah. the school, my school was paying for them. And when my school stopped paying for them, I couldn't, I didn't have enough money to continue going to tournaments. It was like 50 bucks at a tournament. And I just, my family was like, no, we can't afford that. So I had to quit playing chess basically on that level in tournaments so i still played with my brother and then eventually like just playing at home like with most things if you're not competing with friends or anything like that it kind of just fades so oh yeah just just like anything else you it's it has to be everything yeah if you want to play at that level yeah so it's it faded for me and then i've been playing casually since then but for a long time chess was very very important to me Recently, I've been getting back into chess and Darren, I was like, oh, I won. I told Darren, I was like, oh, I won another chess match because I've been playing online against people. And I was like, oh, you know, I, chess is very different. She's like, yeah, I, I noticed chess is very different for you. And I was like, to me, it's not a game. Like, it doesn't feel like a game to me. A game is fun. 
a game I enjoy. A game doesn't have stakes. A game, if I lose, I'm happy and I've learned something. But like chess, I need to win. I don't know why. I mean, I know why, and I'll get into it in a second. But I need to win. And and for a long time, for me too, I really relate to this character because chess was also for a long time for me about survival. Like growing up, I grew up in an abusive home and I wasn't really allowed to go out and leave the abusive home and or do anything. But the one thing I had was chess. So I could go to chess tournaments. I could go to matches. And those would be like one day that I didn't have to spend at home in an abusive situation. So the stakes were high because if I lost, I would be kicked off the team. And I would have to, I wouldn't get that brief reprieve from being at home. So chess became this like insanely important thing to me where the stakes were like insanely high because I needed to continue playing so I could escape. And so I kind of relate to the main character in that way where I, I get it. I get something being so important that you have to win and that you have to continue. And the way he doesn't want to be demoted, I felt that way. Like I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to lose. I didn't want to be kicked off the team. And till this day, I still feel that way about chess. It's very hard for me to play a casual match of fun chess where it feels like the stakes feel the same because that kind of like trauma and stuff like that kind of just lives in your body. And that's why sometimes you get defensive about things or react to things without knowing why you're reacting that way necessarily. You have to take a step back. So I've had to kind of like, I've been slowly playing chess again, going, uh, playing on chess.com and stuff to try to get back into it, but also being very patient and forgiving with myself if I feel like I need to take a little break from it and until the stakes aren't so high again. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Mm -hmm. That was uh, super insightful. I didn't know most of that. And thank you for uh, letting me and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> This is not a private uh, platform. It is a public one. That is true. But yeah, I think, wow, I just kudos to you for having the strength to look back, the wherewithal to be insightful and the patience to give yourself the grace that you need to be able to do that. That's I'm really proud of you, man. That's really that's really big. Thanks. You know? I appreciate that, especially for something that's so ingrained in like um, uh, I, I forget what, what the title of the book is called. Uh, oh, the body keeps the score. Right. Mm. That book where it's like that, that trauma, it, it does live in you. Like mm -hmm. you describing it as almost like, a oh, it, it actively does. Yeah. Right. Like it yeah. really stays there. And, you know, for. Yeah, no, I, I think I get what you're saying about Ray now where it's like it, it's so complicated. It's so ingrained. It's mm -hmm. so, you know, coupled with his trauma. And, you know, you know, clearly Ray has, you know things that we are not qualified to prescribe but might be things like ptsd and trauma and anxiety mm -hmm. and depression and all these things and um so interesting how it can be coupled with something so every day like yeah. a game to most yeah. people no 100 you know? and the fact that like i feel like this anime needs to end with him going to therapy <laughs> most do <laughs> 
Most <laughs> That's do. That's true. I just feel like if if I understand, like I understand, like you know, it's going to be a big happy family moment. And he's like, yeah, maybe I do need to like change or grow or I don't know what or I don't know how the anime is going to end. But it, it he needs to go to therapy at some point to really like get in there and help. Yeah, he won't. He'll probably live with these things forever. <laughs> But then that'll be the anime that you want, where he's just a sad boy alone. I would also like the anime where he goes to therapy. That also sounds great. <laughs> I just wasn't there for this ride this time. That's that fair. being said, like the place by the time we watched, so we watched it in the 11th episode, which is right after Christmas into New Year's. And it's finally starting to do some interesting things because I really did not expect the sister part. What an interesting dynamic relationship thing happening there that i like i actually don't have any personal like the rest of the show the reasons it pissed me off were like deeply personal and like things that i've gone through that i did see or didn't see or yada yada mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. show the sister thing for me so unique and different like his foster sister who literally traumatized him mm-hmm is seeking companionship in her own twisted way i don't know that was demented. but also does he love her but also does she love him but also they actively hate each other uh -huh. but also like she touches his face but also yeah. like he wants to like beat her up like this is weird i yeah so we have a whole stepsister weird not stepsister i guess foster sister situation that is like okay it's the feelings are complex for sure but i think yeah. my problem with that whole relationship is i can't tell where the main character if he wants it also or doesn't want it and this is like oh, bad, bad touching i'm sorry it, it's 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 troublesome because the fact that the main character doesn't feel anything we don't know how he feels <laughs> weird <laughs> weird take hot take hot take there <laughs> most of the stuff i'm fine but when it comes to consent i'm like i i, I, I kind of need to know if you like this or not like i kind of need to know and and i think the show's doing that on purpose right because i don't think yeah. he knows right because like true. i i mean 50 shades of gray is a bad example but it's the only <laughs> one that comes straight to my mind when you watch it because 50 shades of gray should never come Shut to up. your mind first for any example of anything. i watched all three movies it's a great movie it's a great great films oh. good, good time came on valentine's day three years in a row but dorian gray has a weird twisted relationship with his abuser like the way the reason he is why the way he is is because of his first abuser which is a woman that was friends with his parents that is still in his life he still goes to her for comfort and for clarity and for guidance she's his abuser uh -huh. right yeah so i think i think i i don't think he knows right yeah like that's true you know complex the, relationship the abuser and abusing relationships are oftentimes very complex and honestly you just don't know yeah you know and, and a therapist would help therapy. out yeah, yeah. therapist would help out a lot with that <laughs> yeah 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 we should because make, we're there should be an sorry. anime about a therapist i feel like that doesn't exist Ooh. give me give me like the high stakes drama of like Yu-Gi-Oh with therapy like send people's traumas to the shadow realm like come on it, it'll be fun 
It could be quirky. Are there any interesting psychiatric therapist characters in anime? Okay. On Reddit, said 11 months ago by Ganadimin LL1135. Uh, and they say, Monster? Monster? Welcome to the NHK. It's not a good example. Perfect Blue is not about it. Perfect Blue is not a good example. These are so not a good examples at all. Paprika? Also not a good example. Paranoia Agent? Also not a good example. All right. Okay, These are okay, like psychological on, on. thrillers. Kai Bio Ramun, kind of. I don't know that one. I don't know either. Leorio? I think it's a character. Leorio's not even a psychologist. He's a doctor. Ghost Hound? No. These are bad. <laughs> what is this list? Pretty sure Toru Honda from Fruits, ba- Fruits, Fruits Basket could be considered <laughs> a licensed therapist with all the issues she had to sort out. Wow, That's not how list. licenses work. You've got so much trauma, you're a therapist. That's not how that works. Oh, somebody just asked here, though. Is therapy a thing in anime or even in Japan? Hmm. Interesting. Things to, things it, to look up later. I don't condone this, but I'm going to shoot right off a of Reddit from Divine Prince 2. Okay. In Japan, <laughs> bringing up the topic of mental health is extremely taboo, and most people only know very little about the subject. Psychiatric illnesses are treated more like a bad personality traits that can be changed easily. Wow. People who have mental illness are ridiculed, ostracized, and treated as attention seekers, leading to Japan having such a high, extremely high suicide rate. Wow. So I feel the like... the mindset, of course, extends into media. I got to say that boosts this up a couple of more points to say to like have when it's such really a important. weird cultural thing to have it be out there in the open being like, this is what it looks like. It's I important. Agree with that. Honestly, I kind of came into this like I've seen a lot of shows about anna- mental illness and depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and these things. And you're right. There's not a lot of anime. And this was definitely Honestly, you're probably right. This show, you you know what, Marcus? You're totally right. This show cured way more <laughs> no, people's depression than I said in the beginning. You're totally right. Kudos to you. You're uh, you are no, money on the button. Marcus Rodriguez says, uh, "March comes in like a line might cure your depression." And totally. the, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Don't go to BetterHelp.com. They're not a sponsor. Go to we would love watch, that sponsor. No, I don't know. I'm better help. Don't just watch. I'd rather like a local therapist fucking sponsor us. Sean, Sean on the fucking corner. Sean and Michelle. <laughs> therapy at New York City therapists. Uh, but I don't think we we're quite done talking about the sister. What what do you think going, what's going on with her? Like I think through we, her mindset. I think her mindset is that she is just a confused. abusive person who doesn't know what she wants but she's going to use and manipulate the main character for whatever she's feeling at the time it's part envy it's part confusion it's Mm -hmm. part like you know maybe she really i mean it was for all intents and purposes her brother so you know maybe she does love him in a weird way but it's complicated interesting i think and hope that that is dealt with more yeah because i found that really interesting and compelling yeah because i because again i didn't know if i wanted them to break down and like trauma dump each other and like say everything they were feeling so it can be all about there mm-hmm. or i don't know if i wanted ray to punch her out in the face like i don't know how i feel about it oh that's you know? interesting too i feel like, like that's I, don't, I don't know valid 
that yeah. as a viewer you don't know how to feel about this situation which is which i kind of like mm-hmm. i kind of like I, I when a show doesn't tell you how to feel that is interesting i feel like it's interesting too because I don't think the show is trying to give you depression. Like sometimes when you watch sad content, it feels like they're trying to give you depression also. Come be traumatized with us. Join in on the ache. They just want you to sit in it. And it's like, no, that's not what the show's doing. The show's just showing you like, hey, if you feel like this, other people feel like this too. Yeah. It it has a clear message, I think. Mm -hmm. It, It very much clearly feels like that's the message it's saying. Yeah. Like, this is normal. This is here. This is happening. This is, it could be anyone. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I do like how all the other characters, it feels like all have their own thing too, right? Like the older sister is clearly being a codependent in the family and she has been traumatized. The middle and younger sister are the grandpa, the other sister, mm-hmm. the best friend, you know, there's all, there's like yeah. little things happening there. Like everybody's mm-hmm. mental illnesses, like kind of like passing each other by mm-hmm. and like seeing how they intermingle and yeah. connect, and which is pretty cool. I mean, look, everybody which is true er- to life. Everybody's got some truly. And if you think you don't, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I I strongly am like everybody needs therapy, and so many people are like, I don't need therapy, and I'm like, okay. You definitely do. <laughs> if you think you I've never heard therapy. someone sincerely say that out loud. Have you? I've heard people say therapy's not for me. Then they haven't found the right therapist, mm-hmm. and they're not open to change. There's, there's something happening. Oh, 100%. They need to, they're just, but people, there are people out there who think they're perfect and they also need therapy. But to be fair, who the hell am I? Because I say the same thing about anime and I just say, you just haven't found the right anime. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do I know? Anime is hard. Anime is a little different. I watch a lot of new anime. Like, I'll watch the first couple episodes to try a new anime, and then just, it's not for me. It's bad, so you'll stop. Yeah. So, I could see people not wanting to do that work. You know what I read the first two chapters, or first chapter of, because I got it as a gift for Christmas? I got the first four volumes of? What? Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, cool. I liked it. I'm excited to read more. Have you been watching it? It does... No, no, oh, no. I've been reading the manga is, is my own. Is, I've only read the first chapter cool. and I'm excited to read the first four volumes. That's that'll be my first exposure. Then maybe I'll watch it. It does dawn on me, though, how incredibly similar the beginning of that is to Chainsaw Man. It is very similar. <laughs> it's very similar. They go a dark, shady group. Different I'm parts. Sure. But but Chainsaw Man guy has is a, superior. He gets a sure. demon. In, they're fighting. There's a there's a shitty organization that fights demons and then the main character eats a demon and then he is part demon and now he has to join that organization <laughs> story is old as time That's story is old as time every <laughs> anime is the same uh honestly kind of i mean there's like there's, there's, there's groupings with all there's of like, anime oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's groupings of anime but everything's inspired by something else right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my hero stands on the shoulders of Naruto and DBZ. Like that's just how it how it works. Mm-hmm. Even even Jujutsu Kaisen has a lot in common with Naruto. Yeah, yeah, it feels that way. It's... I mean, you got a demon inside of you, and the demon wants to get out. Oh. At least Chainsaw yeah, Man, sure. the demon's like is friendly and and cool and chill. And it, in in Jujutsu Kaisen is more like Naruto, where it's like, oh, we're fighting for this. Uh, Who's going to become the best body? friends with them with a fist pump? And then probably they can not. Control each I'm going to say no, not in this one. The demon seems pretty evil. At least with the fox, you're like, okay, the fox is going to be chill. I don't know. The fox is pretty evil at the beginning. That's true. 
He was categorized as such anyway. Maybe he's chill. Who knows? Remember when the when the one tail came, it almost destroyed the whole village. Anyway, we're talking about March comes in like Margus. Any circling the drain final thoughts on um March comes in like a line? Like I what did he think of the sisters? I guess we didn't talk about the sisters in the in the found family. Oh, I'll let you go first. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about them. I thought that they were very cute, and I like that their their interactions with Ray. I thought that they're just really wholesome as a family. I like seeing little snippets of their lives and seeing that they actually really like the main character and that they like spending time with him and that it is it didn't maybe necessarily start off sincere. It was kind of like, okay, here's another one of like my big sister's strays. But eventually, you know, it grew on me. And I think the family dynamic is is cute. I thought I think some of it is a little grating. I I, I don't I don't mm, find I agree cat, with that the, too. I don't find the cats the cats funny. are annoying. Yeah. And some of the hijinks in the home are a little much. They remind me of what's that anime that looks very poorly drawn. It's just a short little guy and he always shows his butt. Shin Chan. Yeah. A little bit reminds me of that. And that's not my style of humor. But I will say I do love the three sisters. I love the dynamics between each one. Mm -hmm. I love how they interact with Ray. And it gives us this insight that I think is would be sorely missed in the show because those are our only moments of like connection because they are thrusting it upon Ray. Now, I will say I I do get annoyed because I'm like, Ray, just do something like it's like when i'm watching an episode of house and he's an asshole to everyone and every, and keep people people keep trying to reach out and then he never does it and then i'm like show give me one come on you know and i think the show almost does it with like preparing the meals with the one sister taking mm-hmm. the one sister home from school yeah like there's peaks of that but i again i still i know i'm just hopping back to the same thing where i just want ray to appreciate it i want him to like acknowledge it i want him to take a step towards it i want him to take a step away from it Mm -hmm. right like i'm okay with any action but his inability to take an action stagnates the show a little bit for me that makes me makes me want for more in a negative way whereas i'm not like oh yeah give me more i'm like come on ray freaking do something yeah i think that there's something to say about a piece of media that isn't for escapism oh sure which is tough i think that a lot of times we watch media especially with so much going on in the world that is like taxing emotionally to escape and to get a brief reprieve from everything that's going on and to watch something that is like a mirror of your own personal life sometimes can be hard to watch and i think that so many there are moments in the show that are kind of just like i i i enjoyed the show and i think it's important but i think that there were moments where just like i don't want to spend my free time watching someone kind of go through what i was going through i think i agree with most people's reviews and comments that i've seen around the show that it is art it is poetic it is artistic uh, and it's very beautiful and it does a lot of things really, really great. I just, I literally described last week I had a gig last week before that you went to the week before that we didn't record because I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I actively still 
I always will probably have depression. It's something I battle with every day. I always take steps to try to subvert it. But there have been times in my life where I have been right and I just can't get out of bed. And, I, and I'm an artistic guy. I'm a poetic guy. I, I like to write. I write all right. It's one of those things where I don't have the words to describe it, right? Because of how real and unexplainable the feeling is. You know, mm-hmm. like metaphors never seem to do it justice. Like it feels like you're a heavy rock in a pond that can flow to the surface. You feel like you're a hamster in a wheel that's running through mm-hmm. and it looks like you forget that you're even in a wheel. Like there's so many metaphors that people yeah. use and none of them ever seen apropos. So I-, I can never do that. But this show is doing that. And, and that exactly. is really cool. And it is really cool to see yeah. as a specimen of this thing. But I think you hit the nail on the head. This is not escapism television no. for me either. Yeah. And I think there there would have been a moment in time in my life where I would have watched this and real and it would have helped me. Mm-hmm. I would have saw something in it. Yeah. I might have seen hope. Yeah. But now at just at the point I am right now and where I'm like actively taking the steps mm-hmm. where I'm like actively doing the work. It's hard to watch a show where the person is not doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, Anything else? I'll say this about the show too: that the show is like kind of, like you said, you, you it's so hard to explain emotions and, and concepts like depression and stuff like that to people. Like people yeah. know, but they don't know. And yeah. I think that when and, you and they're can, all different, right? Yes. Sorry to interrupt. They're yeah. all so and when you, different. But when you find a piece of media that can do the job for you, and you can show someone, be like, this is kind of what it felt like. Like I have stuff like that too, where it's like hard to convey some of the like abuse that I went through, but like, Oh, like if you watch this piece of media, that, that fear that you feel when you're watching, it's kind of like the fear that I felt constantly, like Mm -hmm. stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that I I feel like I've, I've used in my own life to convey how things were for me that I feel like this show could do for somebody else who is going through this and being like, I watched this show, watched the first couple episodes and you'll kind of gives you a good vibe of what I'm going through. I um sorry at the tail end of that I stopped listening because I I had this image in my head because I looked at Ray and I thought of the story you shared earlier and I was like oh man different circumstances Marcus like literally could have been Ray <laughs> like literally like God forbid anything tragic ever happened to anybody but like one accident away you literally could have been I could have this. Maybe you could have been right. If there was, if my chess coach had like adopted me or something like that, and then yeah, and like you know, if you were go, if you were doing this well, I, you know, I mean, you're a really smart guy, and you're like really creative, like the two like things you need for chess, and you're really good at like pattern recognition and all the things you need. Like, I could totally see you having like been a young grandmaster and like really like especially thank if you. You were like Ray, my and ego you... up, baby, boost that ego up. Well, I don't even know if that's really what I'm doing, but like, yeah, if everything went wrong for you, you maybe could have been a chess champion. Yeah, great job. It really boosting you up there. But yeah. yeah, sorry, that thought just dawned on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Marcus, did you like March Comes In Like a Lion? I did. I did. Wow. Nick, did you like March Comes In Like a Lion? I don't know. <laughs> I have such a... I came in ready to freaking pounce. Uh-huh. I had to... Re- I felt like, and, and I really changed my mind throughout... Because talking about it, because I realized how personal this story is to me. And mm-hmm. gosh, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I okay. don't know. 
Okay. I really don't know. I need to sit on it more. Okay. Marcus, are you going to continue watching it? I that I don't know. I'm on the fence. I think that it's hard because t- time is valuable. And I think my free time, especially, I've been more precious of. So spending it watching someone be depressed is kind of hard. But I kind of want to know how the story ends. So I might read a Wikipedia page about it or something. I want to know how it ends. I want to know what's going on. Are you going to keep watching? I'm in a similar boat. Time is precious. I work a couple different jobs. Uh, Might be applying to a new one soon. And I don't know if I got the time for this. But I will say, I kind of feel like, especially talking now about how personal the story is to me. I might need to know how it ends. Mm. So I might need to finish at least the first season, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's so long and tedious, the <laughs> show. It's like, oh, maybe I don't like it. I don't know. It's <laughs> like hard. It's, it's just hard. It's a hard watch. It's a I hard watch. I enjoyed having watched it. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy watching it. Okay. That's, Does that make sense? I, I see that. I see that. You know, I'm glad I did. I would want you to recommend watch more. Show. Gosh, hell no. There's no what way. What do you mean no? I feel like if you uh, could, if I could go back in time, I would recommend the show to myself. <laughs> so specific. I, or people like me. I feel like there are teens out there that I think I should watch the show. But here's the thing for me, which is why I don't think I will. Is there, and I haven't seen it yet. Is there something in this show that doesn't, that, that movies like A Silent Voice doesn't do in a more succinct way. I think the the real more realistic portrayal of depression and that I would it depends on ends because if it doesn't have an answer and he goes to therapy, sick. Recommend the show. <laughs> if 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 he just uh, magically fixes it somehow, then me I don't know if I'll recommend it. What if everything happens? He breaks down a couple of times. We didn't talk about that breakdown about how he, mad he was at the bad chess player, the old man. Which or, old no, man? It wasn't the old man. It was the old man. It was the one that didn't want to go to his daughter's for Christmas or something. Oh, he, yes. He like yes, ran yes, to the yes. park and like started crying about how bad of a player he was. Yeah. I just, I should have mentioned that when you were talking about how it felt playing chess because that yeah, was yeah. like a good indication of it. Anyway, would you recommend the show? No. No. <laughs> No, I, I just think there's more succinct ways okay. to do this. Like, if someone asks me for a realistic portrayal of depression, this will be on the top <laughs> of my list. But I don't – I told you this earlier. I don't need anyone to know what I'm going – I don't need camaraderie ship. I just need to fix it. Well, not for you. I for just, them. Yeah, I don't know how to help them. Do I don't <laughs> know if sho- – I don't think showing them a person not helping themselves is going to help them. They might find comfort in it, and if they tell me that, hey, I am depressed, and the only thing that will bring me comfort is knowing I'm not the only one out there, then yes, <laughs> okay. perfect recommendation. Okay. But if the rec- if the question is like, I'm depressed and I don't know what to do, I send them to Silent Voice 10 out of 10 times. Okay. If they're an anime fan. If they're not an anime fan, I send them somewhere else. What? Nah, if you have depression, watch Chainsaw Man. That's, that's the anime. Honestly, truly. Do with depression, really, but it's just good. Well, has to do with what? trauma, but, does, but yeah. she, the main character is not really depressed. No, but it has to do with, I think, more relatable things than this does. And it has cool chainsaw fights. If you have depression and it has cool chainsaw fights. If this guy turned into a lion and fought some guys, ooh, boy. 
I would I would be so in it. I don't know what to say to you, Marcus. He you know he needs to get possessed by a shogi, an ancient shogi ghost, and then that would raise the stakes. No, he needs to get possessed by an ancient therapist ghost. <laughs> that would that would that mm-hmm. would cement the show mm-hmm. as fantastic for me. That's all that's, joking that's aside. That's the therapy anime. That's the therapy anime. Someone gets possessed oh. by an ancient therapist ghost, and he starts helping people. And he starts helping people. That's kind of fire, dude. Sick, sick. It's got a fire. And then there's like there could be cool anime fights of like the therapist <gasps> fighting the people's like inner demons. Their and depression stuff, in their and heads, their and depression. they're like monsters and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The anxiety yeah, yeah, monster, yeah, yeah. the depression monster, yeah. the dissociative monster. <laughs> <laughs> like but during then, the therapy session, yes. when he's talking, you can have that cool fight with the ghost and the thing as they're mm-hmm. actually having this talk. Uh huh. Oh, old man Rum's not a fan. <laughs> look, it's a bad idea. <laughs> I'm just saying they sit down for therapy. He talks about oh, them. Oh shit, you're right. Wonder Egg Priority was that. Oh that? my god. What he's ex- 100% right. I watched Wonder Egg Priority. Was it good? Oh, what was it? So Wonder Egg Priority is about these little girls that fight trauma. They all have been through something bad and then they fight trauma and it started off okay. And then it just, I stopped, I stopped watching because I was like, this sucks. Can I be honest? Uh-huh. Looking at the images for it, this sounds right up my alley. It looks okay. like I love but it. But in Wonder Egg Priority, there was no therapist. And that's kind of our main point. Like, you can battle your inner demons and monsters and trauma, but without proper assistance, it's, 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 well, Marcus, it doesn't the main, stick all the time. The main girl looks cute with blue hair with a yellow hoodie and a blue and a yellow eye. This sounds right up my alley. <laughs> And she's fighting like trauma monsters. <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing. They're helping each other with their traumas. And they're going like inside of each other's heads. I think I don't know exactly the the like in world explanation for it, but they were the, the 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 simple version of it is. Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I'm totally gonna watch this. this oh is my fire. god! Okay, well if you like it, recommend <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, I'll old man it. Rom, for the recommendation. <laughs> uh, he said, "Just don't watch the ending." Sorry, really good, just like you said. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll honestly, who has the time to watch more than a couple episodes either? I'm gonna, I'll watch a couple episodes, think it's fire, move on with my life, and that will be hell yeah. In your head, you'd be like, oh, I watched a great anime. Oh, wondering priority, <laughs> that was fire. Yeah, no you cap. never finished it. All right, Marcus. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everyone mm-hmm. for joining us on twitch.tv slash now try this cast where you can catch us every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do have an Instagram. We do have uh, podcast reviews, all this stuff. But the real way to join the community and to join our discord is at patreon.com slash now. Sorry. Slash now try this cast. That is where you need to go to vote. Voting is currently open. You still have time. And if not, just jump into next month. Uh, we have a great time. We would love to see you there. Thank you so much for being here now. Hell yeah, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We also starting a discord slowly, but surely some people have joined already and we'll be posting about it everywhere. So just check that out as well. Thank you guys for joining us. We love you and good night. Remember to go out there and try new things. Fucking do it. <laughs> good night. Friends get together so they can try things. I feel like my forehead looks extra big today.
realized that I have a big forehead and not like recently. It's such something that I've look learned. Look how when I put my eyebrows down, just look at like just my forehead. Look how big it is. Where where is the resting place of your eyebrows? Like naturally. Right above my glasses. Yeah, it's right here for me. Look at this. I think mine's bigger, dude. That's forehead. That's big forehead. Look at that. That's big. Yeah, yours just looks a little bigger. <laughs> yeah. You got a big forehead right now. Oh, man. Big forehead boys. Big forehead boys. If we get caricatures of ourselves, it's just going to be forehead. 